Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, met fellow adventurers, it's time to do the adventure called Distant Eyes of Distant Eyes and a Silent War. This is a whispered madness adventure. Muzak produces a furled piece of paper, which he quickly unfolds on walls, revealing a strange symbol inked onto its yellowed surface. Um, this is in Blade Square. Let's start the adventure. Be normal or scaled. I'll go for normal. Here we are. And so it begins. The shadow now. In these whispered madness adventures, on the first, the first section of all these adventures, you have these little quotes at the top. The shadows of the known world lurking on the lonely edges of a vast yet finite expanse, pale, pale in contrast to the deeper gloom that stirs in unexplored dark realms. Those ancients taught shore sliver out to meet a wild tide of an interminable roiling ocean of time. Translated from an ancient Wysalian tomb, and there's, there's a list of them. Here's the next one. Look not upon madness as an affliction of a mind, but rather... A provoker of slumbering souls. The origin of that is unknown. I have often found myself beset with thoughts and ideas that seem astray of, of the wisdom. Seem astray of the wisdom that would, in a single breath, see convention loudly exposed and invention furiously defamed and that is from Archmage Huion of Warshaw who we have met a few times I mean I retrieved the, I retrieved the iron skull for him amongst other things the chilling burden of that distant gaze will incessantly wear on the resolve of even the most indomitable spirit until in a moment of quiet terror, the last shreds of reason dissolve, and all that was known to be never was at all. From an ancient Philodenese scroll that refers to the whole ground. Next. In darkness dances my shadow. In silence thunders my roar. Origin on loan, believed to be related to the whole grund. Next. There is mirth and there is laughter. Let us not confuse the two, for while akin, they are not identical. And neither is what they each signify. Origin, 
unknown. In that hour, when the darkness is revealed as the illusion it has always been, the true gloom will roll in to cover a world that weaves in the throes of madness. And except excerpt from an ancient scroll of unknown origin. E. Blackest amongst my dreams remains the visitations I can neither fully recall nor safely discount. The time fast draws near when such nagging concerns will no longer be mine alone. Carved into the wall in the dungeons beneath Twinned Keep. Ooh, beginning. And then, and then we... And then we're scrolling. And then... And that, that's all of them. Yeah, you could just scroll through them. Whenever. It's only on the first, the first section of these adventures. Midday, late summer, Twithick, the edge of Blade Square. The man cutting across the bustling quadrangle, quadrangle, his unkempt finery soiled with untold months of accumulated grime, flashes a toothless grin as he approaches, before while, before nearly stumbling into a tall, doe-dressed woman. He immediately and rather eloquently apologises. The lady, paying him no need, hurries on her way, and the man promptly continues in your direction. This must be Muzek. The message you received was not more than a day ago, begging for you, begging you for this meeting in Adderstone's famous square. Promise that you would. Promised that this rendezvous would be worth your time. Needless to say, given the present scenario, you promptly sent the courier away with your reply, which stated you would meet with the man who identified as Muzik in Blaze Square at noon the following day. As requested in the message, you've come here alone. The middle-aged man in grubby finery draws up to you. His entire... As the middle age, as the middle aged man in grubby finery draws up to you, his entire body begins to tremble, and his mouth, only moments ago missing an array of teeth, is now filled with long, jagged thangs. Stepping back, you instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance, as the approaching man spreads his arms wide, revealing a pair of black, of leathery black wings extending from just below his wrists to the centre of his back. Suddenly, he leaps high into the air and comes soaring down at you, his hands outstretched and his expression one of murderous glee. I've got a few options here. I could hold my ground, attempt to dodge your your soaring assailant, use shadow magic or fortification or telekinesis. Now, I don't know what's just happened, so I'll attempt to dodge. You attempt to leap out the path of your winged assailant's diving attack, picking a number. Bonus of 30. 20 from agility, 10 from body, 
Gotta get 75 or more, or I get hit. Pick now. 69. Failure. The winged man slams into you, knocking you to the ground. Before you can scramble to your feet, he savagely tears at your throat with his jagged, meth jagged, deadly flanks. 45 stamina points lost. Only with heroic effort do you manage to cast off your assailant and stagger to your feet. Suddenly, the entire the man's entire body shudders and he rapidly morphs into a sword-wielding, black-scaled tarsal. Hissing savagely, the, civage, the, the fierce reptilian slivers forward and attacks the sword-wielding Tazal. Alright, I don't know how this got here. But I'll slay it anyway. Slashes at you. And is slain. 21 XP. As the bloodied corpse of the Tazal slumps to the ground, the body slowly morphs back into that of the winged man. You slowly step back from the remains and cast your gaze about the buzzling quitangle. Suddenly aware, no one seems to have taken notice of the violent episode. Hmm. Curious. Curious. I mean, I mean, I mean, if something like that just happened, you'd expect some people to run in terror. Maybe a few guards to run towards it, but I mean, depending on just how good these guards are. You expect, you expect someone to notice, even in a jaded city like Twithic. Hmm, picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from mind, 20 from aura, 20 from spirit. Got to get 80 or more to have to notice what's going on, I guess. Pick now. 154. A strange sensation suddenly washes over you. Your vision blurs as you struggle to maintain your footing. Your vision swiftly clears and a sense of unsteadiness and a nearly nearly set nearly sent sent you toppling vanishes standing before you. A somewhat baffled look on his face is the man in grubby finery. He places his hand on your shoulder and asks if you're alright. Oh, what is this this didn't happen. You seem a bit out of sorts, he said, his demeanour seemingly one of genuine concern. Take a moment. Are you quite well? After assuring him you're fine, though you remain uncertain of it, he smiles and introduces himself as Muzek. Thank you for meeting thank you for meeting you, he says. This will only take him a minute, but I think you'll want to see what I have to show you. Muzek nervously glances about the square, then steps in closer to you. He produces a furled piece of paper, which he quickly unrolls, revealing a strange symbol inked into the yellowed surface. The symbol appears to be a square eye, framed by a circular frame. You immediately recognise the mark as the sigil of Dokoth, an infamous sign closely associated with a dark episode of the ancient past known as the Hogawan, or more commonly, the Great Madness. And now, there's a link to this, so I'm going to read it. I don't know, I might have read it before at some point, but 
If it was, it was a long time ago. The Holgerund, the Great Madness. The Holgerund, also known as the Great Madness, refers to a dark, widespread epidemic marked by madness and death that ravaged a large portion of the North Broadlands more than a thousand years ago. While some historians prefer to suggest that the Holgerund was little more than a plague that swept over the, a vast swath of the world, there are only clears many among the learned who believe the great madness was spawned of a sinister, otherworldly source. I mean, I mean, I mean, there are diseases that can affect your mind. I mean, there's rabies that can make you do make you rabid. And mm, yeah, and there was that time in was it? Some, there was that time where an entire town danced themselves to death for no apparent reason. I mean, it does happen. I mean, it doesn't have to be magic if people go mad. It probably is, though, because, I mean, this is a magical world, so most things are magic. Whatever its origin, the great madness quickly spread across the realms, devastating certain regions, while inexplicably leaving others largely untouched. The symptoms of those affected by the Holgerund almost always began as feverish dreams, but quickly dissolved, devolved into raving lunacy, correlating what has historically been described. I hallucinations filled with the stares of distant eyes and great earth-shattering roars of silence. Those infected by the great madness were often found to have sketched or in some way created a pacific marking which came to be known as the Sigil of Dokoth. Okay, okay, that that doesn't seem like the sort of thing a, a, a regular disease could do. I mean, I mean, maybe some very, very clever, clever worms or funguses might be able to do it. It may mean they have to have probably been created by some sort of crazy wizard, but I mean they they, they can't. I mean some infections can make you do do very specific behavior, but well, well not us. Usually it's it, it, it's it's various forms of invertebrate that have to worry about that. You know, like the cordyceps for the ants which makes them which makes them want to climb to the highest possible place so that when the fungus bursts out of their head it gets spread as far as possible yes yes I mean that I mean you, you mess with that a lot maybe you could get people to make a, a symbol yeah, it, it, it's not natural, no matter what. 
if it if it's if it's magical origin or purely magical, it's there's definitely some otherworldly magical stuff going on. The curious symbol was in the form of a square eye surrounded by a wing of flames. When asked about the symbol, they had drawn or or carved nearly all of those suffering in the grip of the Holgorin would respond that it was Dokhtov's single, or the mark of Dokhtov. Dokhtov, the name of a diaphytic figure that appears in certain ancient Adivari writings. Though very little is known about him. The Holgorin lingered for nearly a decade. During its time, its ravaging hands altered much of the world afflicted. According to legend, the Great Madness was only defeated when a band of seven warriors, known to history as the Seven Knights, encountered and defeated the great demon who commanded the Horgoron. In, ba- in the battle that brought about the demon's demise, all seven of the knights, believed to be of the Iron Heart Order of Pelidon, perished. Though scholars disagree on the origin of Holgorund, and the legend that survived its arrival, surround its arrival and abrupt disappearance, many believe that to return, or the birth of a similar epidemic, is a notion that should not be flippantly discarded. Oh dear, oh dear. Presumably, that means... It's making a comeback. And we've definitely had some sort of madness effect as just now. Maybe we already have it. Well, that's a pity. Miss, Gr- Miss X seems to take note of your identification of the sig- signal. And nods. This piece of pa- this piece piece of pa- bit of paper is not significant, he says. But indeed, but it indeed bears the signal of Dokaf. It was drawn by a woman who is, I'm saddened to say, no longer among the living. It was my sister, Aleftra. Before she passed, she waved of distant eyes and a silent war, telltale Im- imaginings, one might say. And also a sign that the dark power clawing at her soul had at last broken her mind, drained her of her of her last ounce of will. The man's voice wavers, and his eyes begin to water. Until recently, my interest in Holgrind was, as you might say, only. Scholarly in nature, he says. I have long believed that the great Magnus was but a precursor to a grim epidemic that yet lurked in the Nether, a calamity that would one day unleash itself upon the world. A more dreadful prospect I cannot, in my wildest notions, conjure. I have learned more of late, and what I have learned has frightened me enough to act. Music tells you that he has long studied the dark and sordid history surrounding the Holgerund, 
and his findings have led him to believe that a second great madness will soon take hold of the world, seeking to finish what its first iteration failed to complete. You learn that Muzak and six others have worked tirelessly for more than a decade investigating strange strange and horrific incidents across the realms that they believe to be related to the dawning of the new madness. He tells you that with his sister's passing, the number, including himself, is now only six. Hmm. And seven people, okay, seven investigators, seven knights. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's, def- there's definitely something to that. Alifra never allowed herself to believe that the Hawkund was real. That there was a danger of his return, he says. She was inclined to accept the great madness was merely a way to explain a plague that swept over much of the world. Though the characteristics of the malady suggested something far worse. Our quest to uncover the hints of its second coming brought us too close to something. Something dark, ancient, and not of this world. My sister, her resistance weakened by a refusal to accept the unsettling truth, was an easy mark for whatever took hold of her. I blame myself, of course, and will do so until the day I die. Rosette glances about the square and laughs. Though he immediately seems to regret the outburst and mutters an apology. Beating at a place like this seems odd, perhaps, he says, but I feel better out in the open, among a great many people. To be alone, even if, even if only perceptibly lonely, is not something I welcome. It's safer like this. Intrigued by what Merzek has told you, convinced that he is hesitating to ask you something, you inquire about his reasons for wanting to meet you. And so, we have come to it, he says, nodding. I have both a question and a proposition for you, and your white suggests that we get to them. Merzek clears his throat, and his steely gaze knocks onto your own. Have you ever felt the stare of distant eyes or been deafened by a silent war? And those, the key words, they're both links to the Hogund. The odd question. Crafted with the exacting care given to the formation of each symbol, leaves you struggling to arrive at an answer. Almost immediately, a clavicade of forgotten dreams and deep musings flood your mind, and through this myriad of imagination you hastily slog, seeking anything that might serve to satisfy the query put to you. In the end, after what is in reality only several long seconds, you slowly shake your head, never once looking away from Merzek's intense gaze. Then we're settled on that score, he says. I was somewhat convinced that that you had not, after showing you the signal. Had you seen or heard what I described, 
would likely have had a rather strong reaction to viewing the mark of Dokhtov. This is most heartening, for we may now arrive at the part where I ask for your help. Of course. Well, something like this, I definitely have to deal with it, if I can. It's the sort of thing that, you know, adventurers can fight. In a startling admission, Mazek tells you he's aware of your excursions into Fogborough to explore Wackner's Mad, and reveals that it's the primary reason he and his confederates have decided to seek your health, help. Okay, how did he find out? Did, did I boast? Did I boast to people in a, in a pub in Ashlyre? Probably did. Yeah, it's probably that. I'll not pretend to know your business. I'll even guess at what call calls you to the labyrinth, he says. But that place and its creator are very much bound to the history of the great madness. This fact may not be known to you. Or may have been hidden from you. But concealing that con the connection is not in anyone's best interest. Mozik tells you that he and his six, asso six associates humbly ask for your help in what they feel will soon be the final stage in a struggle to prevent the arrival of a second great madness. We are not warriors or heroes, he says. Neither do we wield magic. We are simply learned in the history of the Hogwand and seek to do all we can to prevent his birth. It is for this reason that we ask for your help with what is likely to befall us, all of us, in the days ahead. Murzek produces a piece of red garnet carved to resemble a square eye. The gem is fitted in an ornate iron enclosure attached to a length of thin chain. He tells you that the curious amulet is imbued with a powerful enchantment believed to help one resist the effects known to accompany exposure to the insidious elements of the hologrunt. This piece belonged to one of the seven knights who long ago with the world of first coming of the great madness he says it was Alifras, and it might have protected her as she chose to wear it wear it to the very end she remains unconvinced that the more fantastical portions of the hogwood those less provable though historical record were weird enough to warrant such precautions as if having anticipated your question Luzek loosens the string that binds the top of his grubby embroidered tunic, revealing a simu amulet, amulet resting against his chest. It's its thin chain encircling his necks. We all have them, he says. How we obtained them, I'd rather not say. That is a tale that can be told at another time. If you desire to help us, you must possess one of those amulets. I cannot attest to its effectiveness, others to say that despite what we've we've uncovered, and our numerous brushes when we suspect of the long fingers of the whole Holgerwand, only Ephra succumbed. In her own words, 
she felt the frigid weight of distant eyes and heard a dreadful, silent war. A whispered madness. Merzik tells you that should you accept his offer and join the endeavour to investigate and stave off what is believed to be the imminent creeping return of the Hulgrund, he is certain that a second coming of the great madness can be thwarted. Our grand strategy against this foe needs only be set into motion, he says, and for that we require someone like you. Berserk holds the amulet out towards you and, and asks that you accept it and the grim responsibility that comes with its possession. Intrigued by all you've heard, particularly the reference made to your exploration of Wackner's mad, you carefully consider the offer. Your gaze fixed on the red garnet dangling at the end of the, ch- end of the chain clutched in Merzek's outstretched hand. Okay, so I can accept or decline, or I can use divination, 50 plus, to get some clues. I'll use divination first. It succeeded. 8x speed to divination. You channel your power of divination, immediately sense that all of what Mosex has told you is, as he perceives it, truthful. You do not believe he is attempting to deceive you, except Mosex offer them. A look of relief crosses over Merzik's wary face when you accept the offer to become involved with this group and their endeavours. He promptly hands you the amulet and initiates a shoulder cross. Okay, I now have a square eye amulet. It's got one melee weighting, two stamina points and one Neville reserve. It's also one aura, one mind and one spirit. But this isn't an item you equip for the stats. This is this strange amulet consists of a piece of red garnet carved to resemble a square eye. Enclosed in an ornateine fitting attached to a length of thin chain. The amulet was given due by Merzek, who claims it was one of the amulets worn by the seven knights, whose heroic deeds helped shape Help defeat the first great madness. According to Merzek, wearing this amulet will help to stave off the effects of coming into contact with the sinister elements of the Hulgerwand. You needn't wear it at all times, he says, pointing to amulet, though I would suggest that you do. It's impossible to predict when one might cross paths with an element of the Hulgerwand. If you can be certain that you'll eventually do precisely that when you toil as we do. Seemingly ever within reach of his creeping shadow. Within earshot of its sly whispers. Mursek thanks you and tells you it is unlikely. Likely that, that you will again meet face to face to him. At least not in the foreseeable future. It is, too da- it is too dangerous for a multitude of reasons, particularly now you're one of us, he says. The others do not meet with each other, and neither do they convene with me. It pains me to say our separation, through, although necessary, 
It's perhaps why my sister suffered so these last months. I might have helped her, but the peril of such an arrangement. I mean to say, if we gather to... Mozik falls silent, and his dark eyes well up in your ears. It's nearly a minute before he's composed enough to speak. We do not meet with one another, he says. The danger is too great. We communicate through messages and other means, which can make it difficult, but it is necessary. The madness was will spread like a plague among those close to it, those who recognise it for what it is. That is how it most effectively deals with its enemies, those who would deny it its conquest by reducing them to babbling fuels, fools worthy of scorn and ridicule. In so doing, it incapacitates its foes, and shrouds all evidence that might serve to reveal his existence. Muzik smiles a toothless smile as he finishes speaking, for you sense that the expression is a half-hearted attempt to disguise another emotion. He then sighs and meets you in another shoulder cross. There are things to which I must attend. And once they are settled, I will send word to you, he said. It is time that our strategy is set into action. And for that, we will require your talents. I cannot thank you enough, Soup. I must go. I've already lingered here longer than is wise. With that, the man in grubby finery bows deeply and bids you farewell before turning and striding off along the quadrangle. When he reaches the far side of the square, he turns and looks back in your direction before vanishing into the throng. Though you don't yet know it, this parting glimpse of Merzik is the last time you'll see him alive. <gasps> oh my, oh my. And that finishes this adventure for 256 experience to general. Alright, and, and ne the next adventure has been unlocked. It's also the Well of Blades and Twithics. It's called A First Inkling. It's the Well of Blades, and here we are. A First Inkling. Another whispered madness adventure. As the dagger-wielding man retreats to the edge of the well, a desperate look spreads across his face, waving wildly. He again threatens to kill the woman against those throat. His blade is firmly pressed. So, I guess that will be next time. Alright. To the city gates of Trithic. Time to save. So next time, we'll continue the Whispered Madness Adventures. And until then... Farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.